Welcome to Learning Through Math, the podcast. I'm Laura at I Teach the Why. I'm Karina at Mrs. Cousins 5. Our mission is to inspire ourselves and others to keep learning and improving with passion. And hugs. You can find us at learningthroughmath.com and on Twitter at Laura and Karina. Come and join us on this journey of learning. Thanks for joining us. We are recording this in mid-January of 2023. And welcome to episode 95, which we have now called, How Is It Already Mid-January of 2023? I have no idea. I I don't know either. And like we haven't recorded in over a month. Over a month. And I don't even know where the time has gone. Me neither. I I don't know. So we're going to dive into that today and talk about maybe some frustrations, maybe some positives that have come out of this one month that I haven't seen your face, Laura, uh-huh. and and just catch up. So this is going to be like a catch up episode. Just like you and I would be sitting in my car outside your house. To, and saying the same thing. Exactly. <laughs> what has happened? Where did the time go? And yeah. that was our original intent of this recording, right? Totally. Or mm-hmm. like sitting at my dining room table and, you know, playing with the base 10 blocks to figure out decimal multiplication and division. Yep, that's For, it. And we just decided, ah, we're just going to record. You know, I, I got to thinking today, it's episode 95, Karina. I know. What? Which is another, like, where did that go? No. Because I, I feel like it was just yesterday we we just started this with All About Us, episode zero, I right? Know. Oh, my God. Wait, episode zero. Did we call it episode zero? Well, it was we... going to be episode zero, but then it yeah. turned out to be episode one because one. on um, Apple, I couldn't call it episode zero. So That's then right. it all got messed up. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know what? Now I know what our challenge is going to be at the end. So listeners, get ready. And we've missed you all, by the way. We're so glad that you are joining us again. And I do know that some of you have missed us because we've gotten phone calls or texts or emails or instant messages, (laughs) DMs. You know, yeah. asking, wait, where are you guys? Where where are you? We miss you. So yes. here we are. We're back. We're back. <laughs> well, first I want to give a shout out to now, Karina, you know I'm in a lot of Facebook groups, right? Yes. And lot many of them are math. Some of them are also book club related, but this is a math one. I w- I'm not sure which one it was in. But our shout out today is going to go to one of our listeners, Cheryl Stanley Klopfenstein. If I mispronounced your name, I'm so sorry. She said, there are many great ideas here, but the thing I feel that helped me the most was listening to math podcasts. I have probably listened to 200 plus in the car. Me too, Cheryl, just saying. Doing doing yard work. That's not me. Et cetera. (laughs) Many great ones include... Math is figure outable, which yes. I listen to all the time too. Yep, same. Learning through math. What? Yeah. <laughs> and build math minds, which I listen to always, um, etc. So I was like, oh my gosh, we're like right in between math is figure outable and build math minds. I mean, the fact that we're in the same sentence as those two is it's such an honor and privilege. So thank you, Cheryl, for 
listening and for giving us a shout out like that. I mean, just humbling, honored, the whole thing. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Do you have a reflection for this week? Because I do. I mean, I feel like the episode is going to be all reflection. So I'm going to hold off on my thoughts until we get there. Okay. Well, then I'll just jump to our good news. Okay. And I know this is so good. I cannot wait. Do you know that I I have thought of this moment for a while because I'm like, I can't wait for her to share with everyone. (laughs) So enough about me. Go, Laura. Tell us your good news. My good news is that I am officially a candidate for the National Council of Teachers of Mathematics Board of Directors for the elementary position. So I did try two years ago. I was nominated. I filled out all the paperwork and it probably did take me a good like eight hours to answer all the questions, update my resume, you know, all that stuff and nothing happened. And this time I was nominated again and I literally waited till the day before the nomination packet was due because I know. And you were like, even asking me, like, should I do it? Should I not do it? I'm like, do it, just do it. So this one took me about four hours and Mm -hmm. obviously it was very well worth my time of filling out that packet. And once I was contacted to let me know, I had to sit on that information for a solid month. Listeners, Karina didn't even know. Okay, that's how much I had to keep it to myself because they had to contact everybody, you know, like people who were nominated, the people who did not make the nomination like me from two years ago. So I understand the whole timeline and everything. So listeners, if you're not a member of NCTM, maybe now might be a good time to consider becoming a member you know, if you want to help me out there with uh, with uh, your vote, the nominations are going to open up mid-February and it's going to be open till the end of March. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Listen, I'll find out the actual thing when they, at the end of January, the, the official official thing will come out from NCTM headquarters. So everybody can see it then. But ah, like, yay! I mean, what an honor and a privilege it is. Mm-hmm to just have made it to this point. Like when I told you, I mean, you know how totally excited I was, right? You were, yes. And I mean, and again, that was after sitting on it for a month. So every time that, you know, someone says congratulations to me or, you know, because we we finally got to tell the people at my school, which was right before Christmas break, and lots of people were saying congratulations to me. So I got to like reignite my enthusiasm that I'm nominated. So yay. Yay. <laughs> yay, yay, yay. And yes, congratulations from all of us. Congratulations. Thank it's, you. That is so amazing. I can't, I, I, yeah. Now I'm, I'm just so excited for you. I'm crossing my fingers. <laughs> oh, yes. listeners, let me tell you. If I do become a member of NCTM's board of directors, the meetings are at the annual conference, the regional conference, which means I have to attend those, and I've never been to any of them. And I think there's a third, well, I know that there's a third one, but I don't know if it's a virtual meeting or not. And, but, but here's the best part. Every 
publication that NCTM puts out for my term, which would be a three-year term, uh, listeners, listen to me, I get (laughs) all of those books for free. (laughs) Okay. The only problem with that, Laura, is that I've seen your TBR list or I've seen like a, 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 let me see, a, a the very tip of the iceberg of your TBR list, and this is not going to help. <laughs> yeah, like, but I, but I will have access to like the latest and greatest research. Yes, yes. you will. In- no, it's fantastic. Like, it's great. Oh. I just know how much you already have on your TBR list, and to add all these other books, you're never going to get through it all. That, that's okay. I'd rather, I'd rather at least have the books so I have the opportunity to do all the learning as much as I can before I die. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, I'm with you. I totally agree. And I benefit because I'm going to steal your books. Exactly. <laughs> you borrow so them. Eventually, that. I think I get them back. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see on my desk. Do I have any books that belong to you? I Probably. Think I might. <laughs> that's okay. I'm happy to share because yes. that's how we learn, right? That's true. Oh, all and, right. Uh, speaking of learning. Yeah. Our book club. Our book club. So yeah, we are thinking probably around March to get it started again, to give us a little time to catch up. And we are going to be talking about, so you can start ordering and -hmm. getting the book and getting your hands on the book. The book is Rough Draft Math, Revising to Learn. It's by Amanda Jansen. I'm totally psyched about this. I have not opened it. I did get it as one of my Christmas presents, and I'm Yay. totally excited. Okay, my yeah. mom, which you know she's listening to to us as in the car, like right now, right? So mm-hmm. she's going to look at me and be like, you're talking about me again, which is fine. She doesn't mind. I gave her a list, a wish list. She bought every single book Aww. on that wish list for me. Aww. I know. Thank you, mom. I love you. <laughs> And yeah, not, thank you, mom. Not, not just could you buy me books, mom. <laughs> thank you, mom. I'm going to borrow those books. <laughs> Laura's my own personal library. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this week's topic about how is it already mid-January of 2023? Yeah. So for the five minutes maybe that we were talking right before this episode, I think one of the issues, one of the problems, one of the reasons why this last month has just flown by is because we have been in testing mode since Thanksgiving. Yes. So I, I if we're not in a Florida school. I, I hope it's not like this around the country. And I, I don't know if this is just us, but I literally, I, I really think I was giving a test almost every single day. No, and this you were. Just, this isn't just, right. I think you counted. And it wasn't just fifth grade. It was fourth grade and third grade, I, even my daughter was who's in third grade said, there's only nine days from Thanksgiving to winter break where there's no tests. Oh my God. Or was it you that told me that? Was I don't it you? even remember. I don't know. I don't, I don't even remember either. It's such a blur because it was just nonstop. And then I had kids out and then like, it's just, and to try to catch up, I can't even catch up. They still haven't taken the assessments from like last month. Nope. I don't have time because we took a science diagnostic yesterday. Yep. We took a test math or a reading test today. Mm-hmm. We've taken like, it's- Did you do your computer? It, your The computer one too? Your 
Yes. So we did that too. Mm -hmm. Now we chose to do that because when we got the rep who came in to talk to us about it, was saying really they're basing the lessons on old data. So it made, it does make sense for the kids to take the diagnostic, what they call the diagnostic, but it's just, again, it's just another test. Oh my gosh. So today and yesterday I was giving makeups for our state test. Oh, listeners, you don't know this. If you, if you're not in Palm Beach County, you don't know this in, it was it the third day, the second day of testing. Mm hmm for the state test, right? The yep. the mid progress monitoring one for the fast, the Florida assessment of student thinking, is that what it is? Yep, that's okay. it. Our internet went down. Yeah. In the whole district, in the whole district. So, yeah. That was our that was our testing day. That was 5th grade for us and it was we... the second day of testing, I think, wasn't it? I mean, the the second day of testing that the window was open. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Which it was our whole thing had to be shifted, and we we had some kids take the the state test when they came back last right. week and this yeah. week from from winter break. Yes, like what? Okay. Hi, welcome. Open up your computers. Start yep. taking a test. Like, yeah. And do you remember the year you counted how many tests your students yes. took? Was it, I, I I think it was seventy four. Does that sound yes. right? Yep. I mean, it was yep. ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And yep. it still is ridiculous. It is ridiculous because for us, they they said just let them finish when they finish. So they took all day. Yeah. Let them finish. So it literally took all day. So here's what we're, where I'm not understanding because FAST and getting rid of the FSA and getting rid of Common Core was supposed to alleviate some of that and make it so that there's less testing. Um, it has had the opposite effect. We have totally. more testing and more time away from instruction mm-hmm. than I've ever had, ever, mm-hmm. ever teaching. It in 15 years. It insane the amount of time that I have to dedicate for tests. I think, I mean, even if it's let's just say it's 90 out of 180 days, that's every other day you're giving a test. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. This is insanity. It it really, it truly is. And if you're not a classroom teacher, you don't really understand like the toll that it takes on a kid. You Once you take a diagnostic, like yesterday when we took the science diagnostic, I went on and taught math. Yep. And and the students were like, are you kidding me? We're, we're doing we're doing instruction, like we're learning something new. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, y- yes, we have to. We we have to. I, I I do not, I cannot do anything other than this. Like we, we cannot fall behind. Well, I think at my school, everybody is not with the pacing calendar. It's impossible. With the amount of testing they have had, it is impossible to keep pace. When the district says, oh, here's one day to do the test. Yeah. No, we have accommodations for kids. We have, so there's not enough testing days built into any pacing calendar for any subject area. Right. And then you throw in, so for us, we have fifth graders are going to the Washington DC trip, right? The patrols. So I'm losing now two days of instruction for these kids, but I'm still supposed to be on the same but scope. you can't so I'm, 
I'm mixing, I'm combining lessons. But right. I know. But, I, I know. But then also the kids that are going on the trip are going to miss out. So. Oh yeah. No, I, I'm not teaching anything new in these next two days. It's no. just going to be with you yep. because they're not even my students that I have. Ha- more than the majority of them are going to be students from another classroom. So I don't know them. I don't, you know, this oh is Oh my just gosh. Gonna- <gasps> I know what you can teach. Strategies. For computation, <laughs> you could go all the way back to yeah, that's partial true. sums. You could go all the way back to that. Yeah. Oh man. But I but my kids need them. I'm like my class needs that too. <laughs> I know, I know. But you know, at least you have some kids you could make a difference with, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, listen. There's so much. This is like kind of leads us into the next thing that I wanted to talk about. Uh, this, so this week we're starting and talking about fractions, which I love. I love fractions. I do. I love. I know you I do. Love teaching fractions because, well, because it it makes there's so many connections. I mean. This is the this is the unit where I just everything starts to come together. Kids start to make connections. They start to see things that they haven't seen before. They start to understand things the way that they you know that they've never seen before. First thing I want to say, I had to tell them that uh, the butterfly method is a swear word in my room, Good. and we are not going to be using it, talking about it, doing it, nothing. Like it's it does not exist. Good. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and they were they didn't quite understand why like my hostility towards it. But <laughs> but they they went with it and we haven't had many mention of the blood butterfly method Good. so I'm glad mm-hmm. but then you know we're we're talking about equivalent fractions and I mean correct me if I'm wrong but equivalent fractions are something that they learn in third grade isn't it correct they start okay. learning it in third grade okay so in my opinion I I really truly think that by the time you get to fifth grade that when you see something like three six, and five tenths and six twelfths, I I feel like it should be automatic that they see and recognize that as one half. Okay, I'm shaking my head and no, because I just want you to think about two years ago, we were in hybrid hell. Okay. Okay, and then last year, we were in COVID cluster. Remember the beginning of the year, we still had to do our- What what was it called when you had to tell each other who was close and all of that? I don't, uh, contact tracing. Contact tracing. See, out of sight, yeah. out of mind. Like, yeah. and and that was the whole first half of the year. So I think the these all of our kids have so many gaps in their learning. I don't care what grade you're in. You've you've missed okay. stuff. So think about okay. that. Right. All right. All right. So thank you for that because I definitely feel like I approached this kind of I mean I feel like this happens every year though even Laura before right. COVID like it does. I, I I really feel like a fifth grader should see five tenths and say oh that's a half like or six twelfths oh that's a half uh, uh, two fourths that's a half but there's not that recognition right so anyway so we're we've got the manipulatives out we've got the fraction tiles I've been really really good at, at having those out because now we actually have a class set for all of them they each have their own little bag Mm-hmm. So they each have their own. They they're at their desks. I've been really good at like just leaving the manipulatives at their desks, even if they play with them. At this point, I think they need to play with them because they if they play with them, right? If they play with them, at least they start to maybe start seeing that 
yeah, it, when you have four fourths, that's a whole. Or and when I have one third, that's less than one half. You know, like they haven't made those connections. So anyway, we're looking at one half and, and two fourths and three sixths, and they're using their their tiles to tell me what's equivalent. First of all, they knew what the word equivalent meant, but then when they were using the tiles, they could not show me what it meant. Oh God, what it looked like. Yeah, yeah, they could not tell me what it looked like. So I had to have a conversation with them explaining how if you have one half and you're using fourths, you can just like just pile them on top of each other and see if they're the same length oh, or oh my God. put them underneath. They they so they so it's so bizarre to me. Like you you know what the word equivalent means, but you don't know what it looks like. Right. So again, we're living in abstract land. And we don't have concrete and representational, right? I was just going to say, have you either created or found, you know, maybe go into the third grade curriculum and maybe even the, it might be in the second grade curriculum, what a half looks like and then have them cut it again so that it's four pieces, but that, you know, the half is still shaded and right. then cut that again into eighths, like actually have them do it instead yeah. of... it. I mean, the, the fraction tile is great, but I'm thinking they need to make other connections. Right. Right. And right. the next thing I was thinking of, do you have the clothesline? Yeah. So I haven't, I haven't done that. I've wanted to do that in a small group, but here, so this actually goes into what I was going to say next. My problem is I don't have enough time to do what my students need. Well, again, at this point, um, we're going to have to push aside the pacing calendar. We are. We have to push that aside. So, But my problem with that is, okay, if I don't, (laughs) if I don't get them close to where I know that they have so many gaps and I I, I know I need to fill those gaps, but they still have to take a test in like a week and a half. And if those tests go home and they're all failing, don't then I get I get and I get 15 emails. No, they don't. Laura, it's still it's it. Why is my kid failing? Oh, my gosh. Do I need to get a tutor? Oh, uh, what do I do? What do I need to do like that? It's the immediate response that there's something wrong. I don't know why I'm saying, wow, I've been in your shoes. I've been at those schools. Yeah. I, I so I'm, I'm really, I'm, I think I'm really feeling torn this year more than ever because I don't, I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe because it is COVID. Maybe because, you know, I'm trying to fill. So there's so many, there's so many gaps because they didn't get what they needed. Mm-hmm. For the they last two years. Yeah. Right. But I feel like they're, they're, so this is what I was, I was thinking about, like, how do I explain their, their learning right now? I have this one student. So again, didn't see patterns, didn't see one half, two, four, three, six, didn't see that. And then as we're just talking about it and I write those things up on them and I'm just, I'm just giving the opportunity for her to make those connections. Right. right? So I'm writing those on, it's in a small group. So it's not just her. I'm writing those numbers on the board. It is, it is a small group. My board is right behind me. So I'm writing those down. And then I say, what do you notice? Like, I mean, it's not, I'm not making these amazing questions. It's just, what do you notice about these numbers? One, two, three, four, five. Right. Two, four, six, eight, 10. Like nothing? You got nothing? No, no, no. And then she, but she looks at it and then some, I think it was someone else in the group that said, oh, well, half of four is two. (gasps) Yay! (gasps) Right? And half of six is three. And then I said, I said to her, I said, what is, what is he saying? Right. And she goes, 
Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> right? And I feel like it was like the blinders were lifted. Yes. That's how I felt like. So it's like these kids are walking into my room with math blinders yep. on. And then and then when they see it, they're like, oh. So I just want to jump to something at least a little more pleasant. You know how <laughs> In December, the um, SAC, the School Advisory Committee, I told you, gave me the green light to order the figuring out fluency books for the 16 teachers that said that they wanted to learn. Yes. Those minutes had to be approved, so they were approved yesterday. So finally, the figuring out fluency books are now being ordered. Talk about red tape. I mean, geez you know? Yeah. So when I win the billion dollar lottery, which I totally tried to do, and I did not win the mega millions, but hopefully on the next round I will. And my whatever my teachers need, I am so going to get it for them. Whatever resources they want to learn, I'm going to get them and there's going to be no red tape, right? <laughs> I, I mean, it's ridiculous that you had red tape. I, I really, I, it's just because everything has to be approved, right? That's the reason. R- well, so the minutes had to be approved from gotcha. the previous, And I was like, what? I wanted to give the teachers the book to start or just look at over the break, you know, right. but no, oh. that didn't happen. Um, the last thing I'm going to talk about is God bless all you kindergarten teachers. <laughs> I had to cover for kindergarten and first grade on Friday. Uh, okay, first grade I can I I I can deal. I mean, second grade was really like my, you know, I I taught that for 7 years. But kindergarten, oh my god, I am not built to teach 5-year-olds. I'm not. And my sister's like, "Well, they're cute." I'm like, "Yeah, but get them get 20 two of them in a room together." Oh, and it's Worse than hurting cats. So seriously, to all of my kindergarten teacher listeners out here, God bless you. That's yeah. all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know, and I do feel like uh, sometime in fifth grade, also they like revert back to kindergartners, right? I, I, I mean, it's not as bad because they're not as needy, but like they just don't. They all of a sudden don't know how to behave. Well, and- that would be their hormones starting to jump all around. Ugh. Go into middle school, yeah. 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 You know it's it's coming because it's usually January, February where now they start getting off the rails for you. Like it it's just complete nonsense. And I'm like, you're re- you're doing this in the classroom. What are you what are you even thinking? What are you even thinking? There's they're no not. thinking. There's they're not. Yeah. No, there's not. They're not. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. I have had so much fun talking to you because over we we have not really spoken for this past month. And I know, I mean, over break, I literally sat on my recliner and binge watched shows. I think I read one book. It was not math related. I didn't pick up a magazine about math. I didn't listen to a podcast about math. Now you know this is completely not me, right? It's not. I didn't read a book about math. I think my mom got me like seven math books. Didn't crack them open at all. Maybe eight or nine. I don't even remember. I watched Hallmark movies, the Christmas yeah. ones, and Netflix. Maybe yeah. Prime a couple times too. But I was complete. I was done. Yeah. What about yeah. you? No, I mean, basically the same. My parents came. So there was a little bit of just busyness around having company and the grandparents home. And that's always exciting for my kids. But it, yeah, I mean, that was pretty much it. <laughs> I, that was what we did too. 
I I just couldn't. I did do a little bit of work on the last two days just because I ne- I needed to mm-hmm. in order to be to get ready for the upcoming weeks. But yeah, no, I I had to turn it all off as well. I don't think I've, I've ever I've been, done that. Really? Yeah, like to turn it completely off. Yeah. What did you binge? Netflix? Yeah, I watched Netflix. Apple TV has a few shows that I watched too. I think that was that's basically where I go. Netflix, HBO, mm-hmm. Netflix, and Apple TV. Okay. Well, that was a good good debrief for us, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, listeners, um, I'm gonna give you the challenge for this week because we have episode 100 coming up very, very soon that we want to record. And um, we need your help on this one. What we decided what we want to do for episode 100 was to hear from you all and read your stuff that you send to us. We want to know your funniest or most memorable, positive teaching story. Like, how cool is that going to be? Yeah. So you were just even like you wouldn't believe this happened, right? Like one of those. Yeah. One of those would be good too. And it'll it'll we'll keep it completely anonymous. We won't say where it's from, who it's from. We'll we'll keep it all, you know, very strictly. Yes, yes, (laughs) under wraps. But just to have an episode of this is what this is what it is to be a teacher. Right? Oh my god. Unbelievable. So, uh, listeners, you have a few ways that you can contact us. If you don't know us personally, you can't text or call us, but you can, through Twitter, DM us mm-hmm. at Laura and Karina, or on Facebook, can anonymously post something at Learning Through Math on our Facebook page, which we're not a very active on, but we'll look in case no. you, you do yeah. stuff on there. It's more Twitter. Or the best probably would be to email us at learningthroughmath at gmail.com. Absolutely. We'll do a Google form too. Okay. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. We invite you to join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag learningthroughmath. We'd love to hear your feedback. Make sure to tag us at Laura and Karina. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. To you too.